Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to the final day of 2021. Happy New Year. Roll out the program. We gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America. Today we've got a special treat. On Flag Day, June the 14th, 2021, it was our Golden Valley, Arizona stop on the Arise USA tour. I know that you know this, but I'll just repeat that we spent 70 days on a bus. There was five buses, in fact, when we rolled into the Great American Pizza Company and Robert Hunt Cat Hall in Golden Valley, Arizona. And we stopped in 39 states, 57 events, and this one in the parking lot of this little pizza shop in the middle of nowhere, but on the way to somewhere. (laughs) You're going to know what I mean by that in just a minute. (laughs) was absolutely incredible. It was actually just magic. It was 98 degrees, folks. Today we have temperatures in Harvey, North Dakota, 52 below. So to think about... 50 or uh, 98 degrees June the 14th it was hot actually it was a dry heat <laughs> but what we're going to do today and I think this is going to be great fun in fact I'm going to play for you the the short just 7 minute conversation that Robert Hall and I had and it aired on Trent on the loose it will probably air again and I'll put the this clip as a standalone on my rumble page in case you want to watch it instead of just listening to it but what we're going to do today is that I'm going to play for you the clip from that day from the day talking about the second amendment pizza that they have at the Great America Pizza Company it's fully loaded um and then then Robert is actually going to join us live as a follow-up i just i thought it was the perfect way to end 2021 on this red shirt friday somebody that just celebrates everything american who still wears the haircut like he's serving in our nation's uh, military particularly the marines is what it looks like but most importantly you walk into this great america pizza shop and you see a celebration of the people that made america great and we continue to do that and and the whole message here is it resides upon us with all of that said let's go to june the 14th golden valley arizona in front of in the parking lot actually of the gold i can remember it like it was yesterday man it was hot Hey, y'all, it's Trent on the loose from Golden Valley, Arizona, where it's a dry heat at 96 degrees. Robert Hall, we are here celebrating Liberty Great American Pizza yeah. and maybe a sub or two. Or what in the world do you have going on? Uh, well, today I'm hosting... I'll hold this I'm, microphone because yeah, you might run off and I don't want I you to. Might, I might, I might, yeah. Well, today you guys are here. CSPOA is here. The Arise Tour is here. I'm proud that you guys picked us to stop on the tour. That's very cool. And we're feeding everybody uh, just a bunch to, of great food. Just to clarify, I don't think we picked you. I think pick you, you picked, yeah. Right. I think I got a memo that said you were coming to Great American Pizza. Awesome. Well, we appreciate having you guys here. Looking forward to talking about freedom. 
Well, first of all, let's talk about pizza. All right. Uh, I'm pretty impressed with what you have going on and the decor that you have inside the facility and the haircut that you have. Why do you have all that, Robert? <laughs> well, we're red, white, and blue, man. We're American all the way, and we're not ashamed of it. We love America. We love Americans, all all Americans. We don't care what color you are, what you know, where you're from. We just love Americans. We like to feed people. So it goes good. And red, white, and blue, you know, we're all American folks. So that's how we got it. But people seem to love it, man. We didn't know much about pizza. We just, this is our first time doing it. So <laughs> I'm glad y'all love it. I'm glad y'all love it like you everybody. You ever made else. a pizza before today? No. Well, you're pretty good no. at it. Yeah. yeah, well, well, not today, but I mean, you know, yeah. it's our first time doing it. But uh, there's some sort of power in the pizza, man. It, it gathers people. And we need to just gather people, get our voices together, and that's what we're doing out here. And uh, we're just getting people together, loving on each other, showing each other how to get um, our country back together. We the people are the power. And if we get us all back together, we'll show the politicians that they work for us, we don't work for them. And so that's kind of my mission with pizza, is to, is to gather folks and get our voices back together instead of America being so divided in different directions. Pizza seems to bring them together. Yeah. It's kind of like politics, honestly, pizza is, if you think about well, it. Well, it's more like politics when you name your favorite pizza the Second Amendment pizza. Well, that is our famous pizza, the Second <laughs> Amendment. But like like everybody loves it's the crust. fully loaded, right? Right, it's fully loaded. Locked and loaded, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, concealed carry with jalapenos. Um, but pizza itself. Wait a did you just put jalapenos in me? Yeah, I oh did. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you didn't even know going, it. You, what's going to happen now? I don't know. You're on a bus. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> But, you know, you think about pizza. Most everybody likes the crust, right? Everybody likes the sauce. The cheese kind of keeps us together. 80% pepperoni, you know, and then after that it kind of changes. That's people in general, you know, and, and I try to relate some of the politics of today to pizza so that people just lighten up a little bit. Sit down, let's have some food, let's talk about our issues in today, you know, and all of us miss Trump. We love Trump. We talk a lot about that here. You know, I appreciate you guys being on this tour. It's awesome that you guys are here with us today and uh that's about it you know back to something that i think i heard you say 80 percent of the pizzas have pepperoni on Mo them? most of 80 percent of the people eight out of ten really? want pepperoni on their pizza believe it or not yeah, yeah. so and, and then it goes sausage 70 percent you know it gets past that the vegetables it starts changing so it's all from the pig so it's all good it is yeah yeah, yeah most of it so Robert, we've had a trend developing, and it's mostly because I'm picking the spots, what Robert David Steele called the ground commander, whatever that means. Uh, I think it means he can delegate authority when he can, don't, doesn't want to answer a question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but as ground commander, I pick places like Golden Valley, Arizona, not Tucson or Phoenix. And we're showing a whole new set of people to the world that previously have not been discovered. And clearly I feel that right here in this valley. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people here never, you know, we get overlooked every time unless it's for taxes. They tax the hell out of us. Who knows where that goes? But I mean, other than that, we get looked over. Nobody really pays attention to Mojave County and it's a big county. It's, I think, the third largest or fourth largest in the country, something like that. It's big. And we are the reddest county in the country. We really are. If you look us up on the map, we're surrounded by pink and blue, you know, but I look at it like the biggest victories come from when you're surrounded, you know. So we, uh, we're here, man. We're patriots behind you guys. There's so many patriots in this area that uh, love our country. Um, a lot of our veterans here, two of the World War II guys that raised the flag on Iwo Jima lived in this valley. Really? Yeah. I mean, we got some really great people here. 
and it's unfortunate that it's kind of like drive through but i always say we're in the middle of nowhere but we're on the way to somewhere kind of because we're you know you're on the somewhere to some someplace significant yeah, yeah. because i want to take that a step further yeah. you said we pay a lot of taxes in fact quote you said they tax the hell out of us wherever that goes right that's one of our objectives yeah. is to find out where that goes yeah. and help distribute where that goes right. and use less of it less than what they actually need well the politicians they just take it they're all about big money you know, I mean, I just saw something in the paper yesterday about they get $41 million for COVID relief. I mean, and they're debating where that should go, you know. How about to the business y'all destroyed? You know, they've just absolutely ruined so many businesses around here, and I watched it happen. And when they came knocking on our door telling us how we're going to live our lives and do our business, we just said, no, we're not doing it. You know, and you don't have any right to tell me anything about what to do. You know, and, we, and all this money that we pay to these people, we... And then they turn around and use that against us. Or they, or let's look at it this way. They take our taxes, shake it up, give it back to us at $41 million and say, now we're going to put these people in charge of distributing this money that we took from you. And tell us it's supposed to be a good deal. How did we ever get to that? We let it happen. Yeah, the, we the people. We the people yeah. are standing up. Robert Hall, yeah, so, leading the charge. You got more you wanted to add? No, I'm good. I'm not cutting you off, oh, but no, we are I mean, celebrating Americana <laughs> right here in Golden Valley, Arizona. Great American, Great American pizza. pizza. All the way. And a sub or two. Yeah. Trent Loose, on the loose. See you down the dusty trail. There you have it. We have set the stage for what is going to take place. Robert's going to be joining us from Golden Valley to share with us how the – Jolene Earhart, you're pretty much responsible for this because my friend from uh, uh, Winifred, Montana, she stopped at the Great America Pizza Shop. She's getting out of Dodge in the cold weather, seeking some warmer climate. I, apparently, she stopped to see Robert yesterday, and it got me to thinking, why wouldn't I have Robert on today? That's exactly what we'll do. Robert Hall, when we come back live and in person, roll route on a red shirt Friday, the very last one of 2021. And now we talk about immune health. We talk about health in general. The world's authority on nitric oxide production, Dr. Nathan Bryan, explains. We've got about 14 COVID clinics around the U.S. where we have a, a nitric oxide drug trial going on. I'm exposed to COVID probably every day. You know, pre-COVID, we as humans are exposed to viruses and bacteria every day of our life. That's just the world we live in. Some people get sick, some people don't. Why do some people get sick and why do others not? It all boils down to their ability to generate nitric oxide and to have certain things replete in their body like vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, selenium. If you're nutrient deficient, you're going to get sick. We can't make nitric oxide, you're going to get sick. If you do all these things, you can be exposed to, to COVID or any other virus, and your immune system nips it in the bud, and you don't get sick from it. It's really that simple. For full details about the science and to place an order, go to no2u.com. That's no, number two, letter U, dot com. Put Trent. Trent is your coupon code. That gets you a 10% discount plus free shipping. no2u.com. Trent, coupon code. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Trent Luce on a Red Shirt Friday. Ironically, it was a Red Shirt Friday on June the 14th, Flag Day as well. I can only visit, apparently, with Robert Hall on Red Shirt Fridays. Robert, how have you been? Golden Valley, Arizona. Is it 50 below there like it is in Harvey, North Dakota? No, it's just a flat 50. <laughs> yeah, we leave that below. The, we leave that below stuff for you, know, you guys up north. You know, you can have all that below. Yeah. 
Well, I would have, uh, I actually would have, uh, dreamed about being in, uh, Phoenix this week because the Arizona National is taking place and, uh, mm-hmm. family friends from Brush, Colorado were going to take some pigs down that they had gotten from us. And I thought, you know what? That'll give me a chance to run up to Golden Valley and see my friends. Yeah. But it didn't happen. We're not there. We're staying home. I don't think you. I don't think you can run from Phoenix to Golden Valley anyway. You probably have to drive, man. It's a good ways away. Hey, I got a fast mule, man. <laughs> can you mule. can you believe it was June the fourteenth already since we pulled into your place and invaded with all of those buses? No, I can't, man. That's been six months ago. It seems time goes by so fast. It's amazing, especially when you're busy. We just had a killer year. Um, it just gets busier and busier in our place, man. People are starving. I think they love the pizza, but they're starving for the freedom to come and just hang out with a bunch of freedom-loving people. You, uh, I, you, I know you remember word for word what we talked about June 14th. <laughs> we relived that, and it was fun for me to uh, actually listen yeah. to that again. The thing that you said that that I really want – well, first you said uh, uh, pizza's like politics – <laughs> and you yeah. described all the different layers and what holds us together, and and that's still the case, isn't it? It is. You know, I feed I feed everybody. And yesterday, I had some of my favorite. Uh, if you could have favorite Democrats, I have some. I have some people. You know, they've just been registered Democrats their whole life, but they know in reality they're probably conservatives because you know they come in, they sit down, and we talk about everything, and we talk about how you know pathetic uh, things are at the moment. You know. But we still look at it the same way. I said, it's a good thing we got a good crust, you know, because everybody in the crust is kind of our base, and the sauce kind of, you know, mixes us all together, and the cheese sticks us all together, and we all we all still hang together, you know. We can talk to each other civilly. And it seems like sometimes in the world it just gets out of hand that way where people want to just, uh, I don't know, they don't even want to listen to each other. And I'm really happy that our place uh, brings people together that way where good food just brings down the barriers, I guess. You know, people sit and talk and laugh, and I heard them telling Biden jokes yesterday. And of course, we got all kinds of all kinds of those things going on. You know, we got we do pizza Biden style now. You know, nobody can remember what's on it; it's only half baked. But somebody wants it, you know, Biden style. We'll do it for them. <laughs> That's not even funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. So well, they kept asking for it. They kept asking for it. They said, "What do you got for Biden?" I said, "Well, I'll do your pizza Biden style." You know, and they go, well, "What is that?" And uh, I just stood there with this blank look, and they they go, "Oh, that's what that is." <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. And we've been having fun with that, you know. And uh, I don't know. It seems like we we've uh, really toned it down. Where I think I'm getting to some people's brain where they're like, "You know what, Robert." You're right about a lot of stuff. And I said, well, I, you got to look at it and, and know that that's their agenda. Man, they love the high taxes. They love the high inflation. They love keeping you broke. You know, and Trump wanted to keep us, Trump wanted to keep money in your pocket. You know, and they surely can see it now. Sometimes people just have to absolutely see it to believe it. And uh, I think that's happened a lot here lately. Yeah, I think that people are waking up, but it, it, it bows upon you and I and everybody else that wants to help our friends and neighbors to just relentlessly give little tidbits of information, you know, put another small yeah. topping on the pizza to provide the whole picture. Absolutely. 
you get to about the seventh topping and they wake up. They're like, whoa, what the, what the hell was that? <laughs> that, was your, that was your wallet. That was your wallet going into your gas tank. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I remember correctly, the highest price fuel I saw in any gas station in our 70 days on the road, 39 states, was right outside of your place at Golden Valley. How high is your fuel now? Well, actually, I, I, you guys never made it to California, so you didn't really feel the knife, I guess. But We did go man, to California. Uh, oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, but My you were higher. The truck stop that we went to was higher than anything in California. It was right outside of your shop. I don't know. It was down the road 30 yeah. miles. I don't know where it was. Yeah. I say you can't try, you can't uh, really count truck stops, man. I mean, they're kind of high all the time, I guess. I don't know. We have, um, I think fuel right now is 320 for diesel and uh, 349 for premium. I just put, I don't use anything but that. But 91, I gassed up yesterday. used to take me 40 bucks to fill up my, my truck, my Raptor, right? It's now ninety bucks exactly, so it's doubled, almost exactly one hundred percent. And I think that's about the point where people are really starting to look at each other and go, "Man, just nine months ago, ten months ago, I could fill my truck up for forty bucks, you know." And I stand there talking to the guy at the gas pump, and I turn around. There's one of them little stickers there with Biden mm-hmm. on. It says, "I did that," you know. And now somebody's got these other ones that they added, and and it's a picture of uh, old Pelosi all wrinkled up that says, and I helped him. <laughs> you know, I haven't so, seen that one yet. I know. That's uh, a good one. I'll uh, snap a picture of it. So you just point blank proving me wrong right here because 329 is what it is throughout most of this listening area in, in the Great Plains of America. So there's some yeah. serious gouging going on at those truck stops, and I really recognize that in when we went 39 states. We'd drive past a little uh, locally owned Sinclair, not to give anybody a plug, but it'd be 329. You get down the road to one of the major truck stops, and it's 422. I'm like, are you kidding me? What's going on here? Well, that's because in Sinclair, they saw those four buses, and they called them and said, hey, they're on their way, man. I mean, they see you guys traveling. (laughs) They see you guys traveling. They they may have pumped that baby up a dollar. You know, I mean, you got five buses to fill up, so probably got some... uh, well, I actually had a friend explain this to me in the trucking business recently. He was on this very program, Steve Hilker from Kansas. He said that nobody in the truck fleets pay. They've all got that prearranged and prepaid. They just have that price right. out there to fleece guys like you and me. They're stupid enough to stop there. So you, I mean, here's the bottom line. Whether you're shopping for pizza or fuel, you have to be a critical thinker and you have to think about what, what's best for me and my family. Correct. That's right. And we all know that's great American pizza, but not everybody can get to Golden Valley unless they got some fuel. So sometimes it's just wants, needs, and affords, and all, sometimes it's just what you need. You know, I mean, I got – sometimes I drive till all of a sudden my light comes on and says, hey, dummy, you better get some fuel. <laughs> <laughs> and then and, and you might just be close enough to one of them Sinclairs and be like, thank you, God. <laughs> the, the other thing that's that you really – That's really who they get, you know. The other thing that you said in the the segment from June fourteenth, the, there's a tremendous amount of power in pizza. I never thought about that until you said it, and and clearly you're one of the best communicators for your own benefit of anybody. But um, there is some truth in the power of pizza. Man, there is. I went to. I'll just tell you a couple of those stories. But this happens to me every day, everywhere I go. I mean, now you now I been here three years doing this and everybody in the area knows me in Mojave everywhere doesn't matter where I go 
So I go into the transmission shop to get my son's uh, part for my son's transmission. Just this, just a while back. And he says, I said, Hey Bob, how's it going? Hey man, what's up? How's it going? I said, I need to get this sleeve put on. And the other hand. So he goes, Oh, give me that thing. He puts it together in about five minutes. Me and my son been working on it for two days. And uh, we didn't know we we're missing these little clips. Flashes it all together. And he says, there you go, Robert. And I said, well, thanks, man. I appreciate you guys. And he said, I said, what are you? He says, Oh, um, this is going to cost you a couple pizzas. <laughs> now, you know, when you've got a transmission guy on your, on your side, right? That's pretty good. Cause those guys are just pretty much my way or the highway. So then one of the kids backed into my truck the other night and uh, I hit my bumper, tore my bumper back a little bit. So I go over to see Roger, the, uh, the fix it guy at the uh, repair shop. And he said, I said, he goes, man, what are you doing here? And I said, Oh, Devin back in the back of my truck. He goes, well, let me look at it. And he goes over and scratching his head and he goes, yo, man, because that looks like a meathead and a second amendment to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I go, this is, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. And then today, this is the best one right here, man, where I trade a lot of guns at the, at the shop I trade at and stuff like that. He calls me yesterday. And he says, hey, man, you still looking for that AK ammo? And I said, yeah, I'm always looking for AK ammo. That's what we shoot a lot down here. Um, so he says, uh, well, he says, I got a proposition for you. And I said, what is that? He says, I'll give you four cases at my price, and uh, it's about 300 bucks a case um, if you'll bring me pizza tomorrow and bring my mom one of those chicken bacon artichokes. He goes, that's her favorite pizza. So that's that's what I'm doing this, actually today. But, yeah, man, the pizza power is unbelievable. Yeah. You know, and my mom, my mom went to get – here's another one. My mom went to get some surgery on her on her knee or her – she had a little spot of cancer on her um, her leg. Mm-hmm. And the guy and she walks in and the lady looks at her and she goes, "Oh my gosh!" She goes, "You're the mom." She goes, "Yeah." She goes, "I'm in there all the time." She goes, "Your son gives my kids the dough because <laughs> when the kids come in, I give them a little dough to play with because sometimes they're right. bad. But you yeah. get you give them a little piece of pizza dough, they yeah. right down, you know. And uh, yeah. and she says, "Well, you know, Susie, it was going to be sixteen hundred dollars, but how about twelve hundred dollars?" No, and, and no. I got one even better. No, you, know, you got to save it. Robert Hall, my guest from Golden Valley, Arizona, the All power right, of pizza. We'll be back pizza with the second power, half. <laughs> Roll out right. after this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Welcome back. Roll route, Red Shirt Friday. <laughs> to be clear, I was pretending to be Santa Claus. Just so you know. I thought you thought you were talking about Kamala. You know, you said, oh, 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 I oh, never oh. talk about her. Never. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that in public, you know? Yeah. No, I do yeah. not. <laughs> so Kat goes to get some dentist work done. And this is, this is I don't know. Kat would ago. be your beautiful wife, just so everybody oh, knows. Oh, I know. she yeah. got to keep that beautiful smile. Is her smile not, like, I mean, it's like... Um, Beauty pageant, beautiful man. I, I really know, thought I, I had her on the bus and going to go with us on the rest of the tour, and then I yeah. don't know somehow you, you want her over and kept her there. <laughs> I never won her over. I think she won me over, man. The minute she came, <laughs> the minute I saw, I got to tell you this story. This is a true story. Okay, now I've been in real estate quite a while, and I worked with a lot of lot of women in the business and a lot of different people. And one time I uh, finally met my credit lady who I've been talking to on the phone for about five years and it kind of ruined it for me. And I was like, <laughs> man, you know? And so I said, uh, golly. And so I'm up there, I'm up selling houses, helping a friend of mine do this uh, development, 36 homes. And, and this lady keeps calling me and uh, she keeps calling me and calling me. And, and it was Kat. And uh, she's, hi, this is Kathleen from New Homes Magazine. And I'm like, oh man. 
I don't need to talk to you. I'm sorry. I can't talk to you. And I kept pushing it off, pushing it off. Finally, about six months of it, or three or four months of it, I don't know how long. She goes, well, I'm going down to Stonebrook tomorrow. I was like, what? For what? She goes, well, I'm going to go see Carl Stonebrook. And I was like, oh, that guy's a dirtbag. I said, well, if you're going there, you might as well come by here and see me at Oak Hills Custom Homes. So she comes by, parks out front, I see this lady walking up, and I'm like, man, who is that? She walks up to the door and she says, hi, my name is Kathleen. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe I just about didn't meet this woman, and now she's my wife. I just, yeah. man, that's just something I just always remember. But she went down to get some uh, dentist stuff done, and uh, the dentist is like, well, you know, we need to do this, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, we're in our 50s, so we're doing the best we can to take care of our, our teeth, and her smile is just gorgeous. And so he tells her, um, I told her, I said, you know what? You never met these people. I said, you never, I don't even know them, you know? And then so I said, you ought to just call down there and see who's in the office. And so she calls down and there's 20, 21 people or whatever. So she shows up with six pizzas, right? And uh, feeds, she goes, well, I'm going to bring lunch. So we thought we'd soften up the doctor just a little bit because <laughs> somebody working on your mouth, you know? <laughs> well, it turns out, man, these are some of the greatest people on the planet, man. They, the, the doctor and his wife, are so awesome. Now we see them just about every other, every week, just about, we see these guys. Well, I, but, I can understand why. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, the, the pizza, the pizza power just spreads along and then we've never advertised, right? Never. We, we just don't do it. We don't need to. And I mean, yesterday, yesterday is a, is a proof that just the word of mouth of people and that works just like politics and pizza, like I said, you know, and they, and they come in, they go, man, have you ever been there? And people come in and they just go, they just take this deep breath, you know, and they're like, man, this just smells like freedom, you know. And then, and then we have Carrie Lake that showed up who's going to run in for our next governor. Uh, she's going to, she's been here a couple times. Let's see. We haven't had, uh, we haven't had Mark Fincham here yet or we've had Tiffany Shed here running for attorney general. We got a bunch of, bunch of good stuff. Anytime those people are in town, they always come to our place to eat. And then uh, we've also got, uh, I believe it's the president of Hillsdale College. I got something really good for you. You're going to, you're going to just, this is pizza power to the max, buddy. We got uh, the guy coming from Hillsdale College coming mm-hmm. out here because they, they want to try to put a school out here and they're, you know, coming to evaluate it. And I was sitting with one of his, you know, like best friends yesterday he was in the restaurant. And I said, now, what are you going to do? He says, well, we we want to try and do something out here with you guys, and we want to try and, you know, help you guys get the school going and this and that. And I said, all right, well, what are we going to do? And we're going to do a fundraiser, and we're raffling off, of course, another gun. Uh, raffled off a Henry rifle, three fifty seven just the other day. So he says, well, he says, this might be some of the best pizza I've ever eaten in my life. And he says, I've been around the country quite a bit. And he said, at Michigan, at Hillsdale, he said, the pizza's just terrible. He goes, I don't even know if you could call it pizza. And I said, well, you know, when – a while back when um, Turning Point USA wanted to do a fundraiser, I was talking to those guys about putting a pizza place down. Charlie just got this big, giant 50,000-square-foot building. I said, why don't we put a pizza place down there? It's constant revenue. You know, I mean, you can do seven, eight grand a day out in the middle of nowhere. You could certainly do that in a city. And I said, that'd be good money for you guys. And then you guys could bring people in from all these colleges that you go to, teach them pizza. I'll put a food trailer in that back by that college and i said well let's <laughs> call the wallets out of those liberals you know and uh, feed them pizza and he goes man that's a great idea i said it's, tr- it's training people for true capitalism i said when when a kid gets in a trailer and he makes a hundred grand in a year 
and he's only working, you know, 15 days a month. Mm -hmm. And he can look at those numbers and he can go, man, that is incredible. I said, that, that is where the dream starts. They start thinking, I can do this. You know, because so many of them come out, they got, they're smarter in hell, but they don't, they're not smart enough to go find their love of what they're doing. You know, they just go, I was asking, did the job find you or did you find the job? You know? And so anyway, they, they said, uh, well, you know, I never thought about that. I said, well, just think about this, Ray. I go, what if we went back there and we trained a team inside Hillsdale College? You guys already got a, a culinary, you know, you already got culinary classes going on and everything. What if we teach kids pizza? And we and he said, would you could you teach them this pizza? I said, sure. You know, so what if we get in the in the college? We start teaching these kids pizza. And I said, think about the revenue for the college in Michigan. I go, every school needs money. Every school. I don't mm. care who it is, and they don't want to take the government money because then they're they got to hang out and do what the government tells them. You know, Hillsdale is all about being privately funded and being so constitutional. Just, and it's not constitutional to live on the back of the government, so it's all kept full no. circle. That's exactly right. And the preamble is becoming pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you that in just a second. But we finished up with, he goes, you know, uh, we have to really seriously talk about that. You know, that's so all I need is about 10 kids. And I said, if you could find me 10 of them that are willing to, you know, really work. I said, we'll put on a show for you and teach you guys how to make pizza right there at Hillsdale. So that's in the works. You know, and then um, I don't know if it's going to, uh, how we're going to pull this together. But uh, time-wise, so we looked at it, and he said, well, um, let's talk about that. And I think it's January 25th. We're going to be down at the distillery. Um, his buddy owns Diamond Distillery. So we're going to be down there discussing that. But it just goes and goes and goes. No matter where we go, we have the, not to brag, but Cat made the greatest crust on the planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, the greatest sauce, and we only use the greatest cheese. And so that's kind of like your base. Like, I, I kid about it on the square with a lot of people. But pizza really is kind of like like politics, I mean, we can all agree we love the crust, and the foundation is the crust. So we just keep moving forward with that, and the message is just getting louder and louder. Okay, but I, I hate to burst your bubble. Here's here's your deal, and, and this is what you have to overcome, is that the Great America Pizza experience is unlike any other, because the pizza is fantastic. I, I'm not a pizza guy, but I'd stop and eat your pizza any day. But yep. it is the fact that cats there making it. You're doing what you're doing with us right now. It's and, and your mom is hanging around. Yep. It, it's yep. the the people that every one of the stories you told wasn't really about the pizza. It was about the delivery and the consistency and the people. And so unless you find the right people, you can try to replicate what you have there. But I'm just not real high on the fact that you can make that happen because you are the asset. It's all about well, Robert. You have to get around. Yeah, I, I agree a little bit to a point, but you know, you can't get people to act like you, be like you. Like I got six of them now that act almost identical to me, but that's because they hang around. You know, that's and, and my, oh my wife, goodness, and my wife. the world I do, will man. never be the same. These kids are awesome, man. They are absolutely awesome, and they're only what seventeen, sixteen, seventeen, nineteen, twenty. But if I leave the room and I walk around the corner, you know where our, our uh, yeah. is I walk around the corner. Right. I can hear them talking. The, I hear them talking the way I talk. I hear them saying things to customers the same way. I even heard them steal my Biden joke and say, well, I'll do it Biden style for you, you know. <laughs> and so you got to get it. They have to be around that. You know, I, I grew up around a lot of great old men in the real estate business. And that that's where I got some of my um, 
humor, charisma, whatever you want to call it. Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I have no but idea, people, and that's something I've never said before. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. I might I adopt it, but that. I want to know I what it means it. first. <laughs> I don't. I don't either. It just sounded good, man. <laughs> so, so we just we just roll at it like like um, just real. It, we're just real as it gets, I guess. We're so honest. Sometimes it makes people mad, but most of the time, people absolutely love coming in. They love a little humor. Um, of course, the food gets them in there. I don't know. It's like it's like the fishing line. The pizza's just pizza's just the bait. Mm-hmm. You know, you you get them in the door with the pizza, and then you got a chance to talk to them. You know, right. the shields come down. There's like an invisible shield on people, almost, almost like them funny ones you see people driving with in the car. <laughs> Where they got the shield on, right? I'm like, God, what does that do? You know, and, and uh, what's well, in case they go uh, welding later, they can protect right. their face from sparks. <laughs> well, yeah, this lady walked in. She, knows, I know, it looks like a welder cover. She walks in, and I was like, Wendy, what is that? And she goes, Well, it's my, it's my, it's my shield, Robert. I go, What? Well, well, are you are you practicing to be a superhero? What is it? You know, and she goes. She goes, no, it's for the COVID. I go, the COVID? Are you kidding me? And I, I did. I, I thought she was kidding me, and, but she said it worked. And I said, well, God bless you, baby. If it works, it works. <laughs> Keep you know? at it. Keep <laughs> wearing yeah. it. Keep wearing it in your car when you're the only one there. I know. <laughs> I think you'll be safe. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I, some you of the know. stuff I see, and then of course they look. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's just, this is what people are hungry for. Somebody that's real and just, you know, politely tells it like it is. That's why people come to your shop in droves and that smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I can't resist it. I, <laughs> you know, the greatest part of my life is I get to see her every morning when I wake up, man. Yeah. She just poked me and said, Hey, that was probably Trent. <laughs> I, go, I go, what? 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 And I said, <laughs> I go, is it already seven? <laughs> she goes, yeah, it's 7 o'clock. I said, oh, my gosh. And I tried to grab my phone, and I hung up on you. So yeah. thanks for calling me back. Oh, it's all but good. Yeah, but it, man, it's, life it, is life yeah. good. All right, life is good, but i got to go to another break. See, we're going to wish we had like three hours of this, but we only have one segment left, and we'll do that. The last segment of Roll Route in 2021, and it's none other than Robert Hall, Great American Pizza. We'll be back with more after this. All right, we finally got Robert shut down enough to remind you that Certified Piedmontese creates opportunities for you, the cattlemen, particularly the Great Plains cattlemen, to be a part of a beef eating experience. You're the production side if you're the cattleman. The consumer continues to demand tender beef. They enjoy tender beef even if they don't really understand it. Marbling gets a lot of attention. I'm not saying anything negative about marbling. It is one of the great attributes that beef has. But if it's not tender as well, you're in trouble. I'm just telling you. And we know that these are tender because we do the genomic testing. Every calf is tested. That is going to be covered for you. We need to verify that they are sired by the Piedmontese sires, and that qualifies them for the certified Piedmontese system and qualifies you for a premium of $180 over market price. Get full details about the certified Piedmontese supply chain at LoneCreekCattleCo.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Trent Luce into the final segment of the year with the red shirt comrade, Robert Hall, Golden Valley, Arizona, Great America Pizza. Uh, you know, we have never done this, uh, publicly anyway, and I think right. it would be a really good time to do this. How did you 
Where did this vision come to you? How did this all come about? Uh, the pizza place? We were, yes. well, my son and I, we, both of us were, we've been working in the, the transportation. We had a, uh, VLS transportation, basic life support, and we moved patients for hospitals all over the place. But we live here in the valley, so our favorite little beer store we stop at all the time on the way home. Uh, my son comes out and goes, hey, uh, dad, they want to sell the place. They want to sell the business. And I go, really? And so I went in and I asked them, I said, well, what about it? And they said, well, we don't own the, own the building, but we want to sell the grocery store. And I was, got back in the truck and I drove off and I was like, I don't want nothing to do with, with the little store. It's nasty. So we uh, got in and about a day or two later, we were driving by and there's a for sale sign out on the big side. And I called it and it was the owner of the property. And I told him I wanted to do pizza. And he's like, um, you want to do pizza? He goes, well, nobody really makes it out in the valley, you know, and, and that's why there's no food out there really. And I said, well, they would love our food. I said, if you give me a chance at it. And he said, all right, well, we'll, we'll talk about it. So we got together. He came over for dinner and, uh, he asked, he says, is this what you guys are doing? And he met Kat and met my family and everybody. And he said, well, this would work, you know? And so we ended up putting, putting the recipes together. And it's, of course, it's all her homemade stuff. And I mean, we opened the door and it's absolutely never slowed down. We've never done pizza before in our life. We never even had a restaurant. We've had real estate business, transportation business and stuff like that, but we've never done food. So when we opened the door, it just, it took off and it has never slowed down. I mean, God has over blessed our business and we show up every day and keep playing the game like, like we're brand new, but really it's been three years now and we're, we're getting pretty darn good at it. And we're starting to, you know, do a little bit of, a uh, little bit of catering and stuff. But as far as the vision goes, I think it's just us being entrepreneur type people. We looked at the need and we said, look, we live in this valley and there's nothing here. I mean, people need food. There's, there's 12,000 people and there's one little restaurant, you know, and, um, I thought it would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. And when I made the offer actually on the, on the building, I didn't really say nothing to Kat the first time I talked to the owner of the building. I said, Hey, I, you know, would you uh, be interested in this and that? And he said, well, not really, you know? And so finally he called me on the phone. We were sitting in the garage and uh, you can kind of hear the phone, you know, when I picked it up and it was Frank. He said, Hey, where are you at? We're supposed to be walking through the building today. And a uh, cat looks over at me with that little cat eye. And she's like, what building? You know, <laughs> I, t- I, t- I go, Hey, I go, baby, get in the truck. I said, and go with me and just walk around with your arms folded and just do like that. Mm-hmm thing we used to do, right? And so she said, all right, Mr. Robert Jeffrey Hall, and she gets in the car or the truck, and we roll down there, and we walk around. The place is a mess. It's stinky. It's full of all kinds of stuff, you know, and so we <laughs> I got a little ahead of myself a few minutes ago, so the guy, we get back in the truck, says, what are we going to do with that? And I said, well, look at the building. Look at the location. I go, I want to do pizza. She goes, we don't know crap about pizza. And I said, well, we didn't know, we didn't know nothing about transportation. That's what I told her. And we got, we got the best transportation. And so she's like, well, oh, my gosh. I said, don't worry, baby. I go, my buddy knows all about pizza in California, you know. So we make the trip to California and tell Brian, my friend, he owns pizza factories around the around the uh, California area. And I get back there, and I said, well, so, Brian, what what do you um, – what about this? What about that? And he goes, oh, I don't know. He goes, I don't know about the dough. He goes, I get the silver pack from the franchise. I dump it in there with 18 pounds of water, and that's my dough. <laughs> and I go, I go, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. And she looks at me with that look and, uh, of course, beautiful, but, you know, with that concerned look. And I get back in the truck and it's pretty uh, somber drive all the way home. It's three hours home from his place. And she looks and says, well, that means i got to make a crust. And I said, that's right. 
I don't, this is nuts. I don't know anything about that. I said, don't worry. What do you mean, don't worry? I said, look, look at what, we, I mean, just look at what you accomplish and look at what you overcome all the time. I said, a crust isn't nothing. <laughs> when it really, really is everything. But she got busy, and thank God she's not a quitter. You know, I compared her to uh, kind of like the WD-40 guy, right, or whoever made WD-40. If they had quit on on 39, we'd never have WD-40. So I don't know what, I don't know what number dough that she got to when it, we got to this one, but we got to look through all our notes because it was, it was, I'd say, three or four months of just dough, dough, dough every day. She would stay up late, make, make this dough, put it in the fridge, watch it rise, watch it go flat. We would eat some. We would throw some away. But we got to this one, and I, I, I'm so proud of her. I was like, "Look, look at what she did with a recipe." I mean, wow. I was, I was, I was running and gunning in, in the world, you know, doing real estate deals and this mm. and that. And all this time, I had the smartest woman in the on the planet right next to me, and I didn't even know she she could do something like this. And um, man, I'm so proud of it, and I'm so proud of her for uh, doing that. And now we look back and we think, "Well, I don't even want to picture my life without doing pizza." You know, it's just so much fun. And but it's, uh, it's so Robert, it's been six months, and I've been waiting for one of you to call me and say, all right, we're ready. We've got the Trent on the Loose pizza. We need you to come down here and try it. Make sure yeah, that's it's okay right. before we unveil it. But it hasn't happened. Okay. Well, I'm a, I'll let her know that. And I bet you she'll be giving you a call. The Trent on the Loose pizza. Yeah. Hmm. What's, on, what's on that pizza? Well, I'm not going to tell you is until it, we're it? not in public. <laughs> Is it round or is it square? <laughs> I don't know what's up with these square heads up north in Minnesota. They're like, can you cut my pizza in squares? I said, okay, so let me get this straight. You want me to put this round pizza in a square box and cut it in squares? I said, there's still going to be triangles on the end, right? And they yeah. go, what are you talking about? So I cut the squares and I said, no, you can't eat any squares to eat the triangles, but have a good day. I don't know. <laughs> people, people are nuts, man. Well, but, there's going to be a, there, anyway. <laughs> there's gonna be a, a lot of pig involved, and the good pigs are okay. round, not square. So I think we better okay. just stick with pigs. Although I'm okay. going to be different. You, you're telling us in the first segment that 80% of the people want pepperoni on there. Uh, despite that coming from the pig, we're not going to put any pepperoni on the trend on the loose pizza. Okay, mine's all beef, and so I don't use I don't use the pork unless you want me to. No, yeah, we'll, we'll have a combination of both. Okay, all right, we'll work yeah, on that. Gonna... But you know, uh, speaking of Trent on the Loose, which is you know the little segment you did with me and now my TV show on Beck Dot News, just in case you want to go watch it. But uh, okay. today, I have Kirk Zeller on from Ravana, Nebraska, and you did something that Kirk is doing, and and I see that needs to happen more. Small towns all across the nation have these abandoned buildings that people just right. overlook. They don't do anything with. They they want to go build a new pizza shop next to that old uh, beer joint or that old grocery store or whatever. Use the building that's right. there because they were probably built back when they built buildings right instead of cutting corners. Yeah. And we need yeah. to rejuvenate all of these towns by putting some value-added business in these old buildings. And that's exactly what you did, even though you're not really in a well, town. Well, it puts, it puts a little – not really. I'm kind of – I'm 20 miles from any town, but it puts love back in the community. You know, what, what I noticed is everybody – when I went down there and started working, because I, I built the tables with her dad, and we, we did all the TIs inside, put the walls in, and, and – um, Got a little over my skis putting that hood together. I got to be honest, that was that was a little bit of a stretch. But 
Man, but you know what? Just the building. Like, we, we dressed up the building. We, we went red, white, and blue. You know people are starving for patriotism. I knew it. I could feel it cause just driving and talking with the people. So we did the red, white, and blue theme, and we went with making America great, you know, just like Trump was talking about. And, I mean, people are, people dig it, man. They love America. And I think when they pull in the parking lot, of course, you got the boom, boom, China on the left, but then it says God bless America right above the front door. It doesn't even have our name on the front of the building. You know, because but people see the the American colors and they see the flag and they see the eagles and they see the live free or die and they see all this type of stuff. By the time they come in, man, their mouth is watering for it. You know, and um, it looks good. It feels good when they pull in the parking lot. It feels like home. I hear that a lot. And uh, they everybody just loves the fact that we fixed up that little old shack in the middle of nowhere. And uh, you're right, man. If we did that across the country, people just took took a little time in their own neighborhood. And and find that thing, find the eyesore that you know isn't uh, isn't working, and, and right. put it to work. Because people have stories behind these buildings. I didn't know that this had been here since nineteen, um, I think nineteen thirty eight. Right is when they bought this. They bought that land. He had a little tire shop, like repair thing there first. Then he had a little food thing, and then it just kept going. And then a tr- big truck ran through the the long building is, is kind of like a dilapidated thing of put together little buildings for a mm-hmm. while. And a big old truck ran through it. That's when they built the building I have now. And then, um, we, we dressed this up after a few years and you're right, man. I mean, people just absolutely did it when they're driving down the highway and they see it, they'll turn, they'll go down and turn around and come back. They'll go man, down. I believe that. Yeah. All the, all those, uh, all the time. Robert, we have two minutes left. You mentioned something about a preamble. Uh, uh, did we have something we need to cover oh, before man. I say thank get, you for bringing me back? Yeah, thank you for bringing me back. Yeah, um, I started a, a contest for the kids in the neighborhood. They want to come in and spin a pizza. I said, "You learn this preamble to the Constitution. I'll put an apron on you and bring you in here. And we'll spin a pizza together." So about eight kids have done that now, and I've hired two of them. And I'll tell you what, it changes. It changes them when they start realizing it's we the people. In order for us to form that more perfect union, you know, and we start talking about that in the in the in the circle that we have there in the kitchen, you know, and it really has affected these kids. And I think that's really, I mean, we got it when we were little, you and I did, but they no, they've never even heard of such a thing, the preamble to the Constitution. What is that, Robert? And so I show it to them, you know. Of course, we keep those pocket constitutions there. And man, that is taken off. I got grown adults asking me, "Can I? Hey, if I learn that, can I? Um, can I come in here? You know?" And I said, "Will your mama let you?" <laughs> yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's too funny, man. I'm, people are going to fall in love with that again, you know. And and look at it right now when it gets really bad and they are up here. But what do people turn around to? They go to the Constitution. Yeah. And they say, "No, those are my rights." And then your then your unalienable, un, unalienable rights. Have you ever read that? Mm-hmm. It's incredible. So I made copies of those and I put them on the tables. And I mean, people are trying to buy them. They're like, "Where can I get this?" I said, "I've never seen this." You know, and it, it just spurs that conversation that you want to hear. If you, if it's your idea, sometimes it's not a good idea. But if you make it become their idea, like you create the situation where it's their idea, it's a damn good idea. You know, and so that's kind of what we're doing there. We're just creating that situation where people want to read the preamble just so they can come in and spend a pizza. We, the people of the United States, in order to perform a more perfect, perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. 
do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United, United States, States of America. And see, I'm going to put an apron on you next time you're here. All right, we're going to spin a pizza. pizza. We're going to come to the circle, <laughs> spin a pizza, and put it in a square box because it's Amen. going to be a square meal deal. That's it. Robert Hall, the Great America Pizza. It's just absolutely a must stop if you're anywhere in Arizona because he is going to fulfill every nutritional and intellectual need you ever had. What a fantastic (laughs) end to a 2020 roll route. All roads do lead to a roll route and a patriotic pizza. Amen.